The current spoiler warning level is, Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about some machines from Gundam F91 and F90, pretty much. There is a mention of a machine that gets a tiny little, like, one-second, basically, appearance in Build Fighters. At this point, we're going to say those aren't really spoilers. To say, like, hey, you get to see this thing get shot, and it's not plot-relevant, and no one mentions the fact that it happened. That's fine. It's a cameo. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. We're covering all the robots eventually, someday. I'm Six Stepmar. There, there. We will never cover all the robots. Well, I mean, I have a podcast covering all the anime, so obviously this one's covering all the robots. Ah, okay. Gotcha. And I have another one covering all the manga. You know, but it's just those three. Mm-hmm. I try not to overreach. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, you don't have to say things you don't believe, Dylan. Let's roll some dice. Try to believe the things that he's saying. Alright, this is our very late UC list. Let's see. First half. Okay, this one should be pretty easy for you. And also... Mm, no, I guess not that short. Well, what is it? Uh, your model number is F71. Oh, uh... Uh, shit. That's... Ooh. I know what it is. It's a, it's a suit, obviously from F91. Uh, That's right, it's the Gundam Virtue. No, shut up. Um... <laughs> F seventy one. Give me a second. Give me a second. Um, it's like you didn't even watch the movie. F seventy one. Gundam F seventy one. Shut up. Um, it's either the heavy. Help. It's either the heavy gun or the G cannon, and I can't remember which. Would it help if I told you who manufactured it in universe? No, probably not. Um, no, it wouldn't, because they manufacture by the same. I was gonna say they they did both of those. Uh, uh, I think it's the. I'm gonna go with G cannon. It's the G cannon. You're okay. correct. What is the? Okay, I think the heavy gun's actually an RGM. Yes, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We've already covered the heavy gun. All right, we have. Okay. All right. Uh, eh, this this one won't be too bad. There's there's a couple of variants, but. It'll be a nice breezy episode for a day where we're both very tired. Yeah. Um, the F seventy one G cannon. This is a friend from Mobile Suit Gundam F ninety one. Um. Uh, it, it's basically it, it's it, it's a it's a cannon unit. Uh, hence the name. Though it's not your standard cannon unit because. Uh, unlike a lot of cannon units, its cannons are actually, rather than being proper, like, you know, big 
caliber guns. Uh, it's just two large uh, quad barrel machine guns. Uh, like the Gatling Smashers of the G-Line. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, going over the design. Uh, give me one second. Alright. Uh, still using the Mechanista channel. For well. for this week, next week, we'll try something else. Because, yeah. listen, I, I, I don't want to make any promises, but this episode is going to be the, the last episode before Christmas. So I can say I might be able to, for Christmas, offer y'all the return of video. I might, might have found a better way to do it. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine me being like, well, I'm really busy this week in my retail life, but I'm sure that the week before Christmas is going to be way more calm and I'll have more time to do stuff. No, not true. Uh, this thing is not ready yet, but it will happen. Thank you for your patience. I hope you like it when it happens, whenever that is. All right. Um, so, the G-Cannon. Uh, starting with the head... Uh, we have a sort of gym-type head. It, it's it's a weird one, though. Um, so you've got a mohawk camera, uh, but it's like a, it's kind of a short, stubby mohawk camera. It's just not, like, very tall. It is a little bit wide, so it's a little, it, it's rectangular for the shape of the camera. Um, you've got an interesting thing where, like, so it, this is kind of actually, like, Something I associate with the RX-78, specifically the real grade, it's got that, like, kind of, um, color separation around the plate, around the forehead. Um, and it's just, it's something I, I specifically on the real grade, uh, the forehead plate also is, like, you know, it's, like, the, uh, a different color, because, you know, the real grade's, like, using multiple colors, like, of the same type like so you know you have like mm -hmm. the white and then you have the very light gray and it tries to layer those um and so it's got a bit of a forehead plate no forehead jewel though um does have a dividing line down the middle of the forehead like right in front of the mohawk camera um you've got head vulcans uh on either side just your standard inset head vulcans um you've got like a little antenna on the back of the head um like it it's uh just two little like they're they're kind of weird because normally you get like I guess I would say like more rounded antenna and these are very f these are flat it's like too flat yeah they're very fin like yeah they're just like two little fins uh on the back of the head here um you also get on the side of the head you have a very like gym the the circle that's on the side of the head uh which and then you have you also have the like yellow with black border triangle that I'm almost certain indicates this is a Kunio Okawara. Oh, yeah. Uh, and especially an F-91 Kunio Okawara because this is the era of yellow triangles for him. Uh, the F-91 has him, and even the G-Cannon here has him on a couple parts of the body, actually. Um, but, yeah. Uh, the head also is interesting because, like, it actually kind of has, like, a reinforced plate on the back of the head. Uh... Uh, the back of the head has, like, these two vents or so something on the back, uh, which is just a little unusual. Usually the back of the head's a bit more plain, but this one's actually, like, where the fins are attached to at the back of the head, uh, it actually sticks out a little, uh, which is interesting. And you've got two of these little, like, vents on the back. Um, you've got, uh, then a 
so you, on the cheek armor, um, you've got these like triple vent setups that are reminiscent, or I guess it's actually wait, is it triple or quadruple? Hold on. Oh, interesting. Oops. On the line art here of the G Cannon uh, Naked, uh, let me pull that up. Which is just like it was so I could you know see everything because it has no cannon on this one. Uh, uh-huh. They there's only three lines, but on it looks like on the color art there might be. Uh, oh no, it's still three. No, there's still there's still three. It's, it's the way the lines are a little weird. Yeah, they're yeah. they're colored, and he like uh, for the sete it's colored on the inside. So okay, um, what this is reminiscent of to me though is uh the gun cannon, right? Because uh the gun cannon has the yeah. whiskers. Um, uh, kind of similarly to this. Actually, exactly like this now that I'm looking, because, uh, just to compare the gun cannon. Uh, yeah, no, that the gun cannon just fucking has that. And the gun cannon actually has, like, that kind of, uh, not quite as big as the one on this, but it does have, like, the forehead, like, little cap piece. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, very gun cannon-inspired head here, which makes sense for what this unit is. Um. Yeah. For the face, uh... You've got this, uh, kind of like, uh, it's not like a flat mask plate, because, like, you've got the two sides leading to the middle, and then the middle mask plate kind of juts forward a little bit, and then pops up a little, uh, so for the, uh, visor, it gives, like, the appearance of shades, because of, you know, having, like, a quote-unquote nose there, uh, and then you've got a red Gundam chin on it, so again, something that, like, uh, the shape overall is reminiscent of the original gun cannon, but the original gun cannon doesn't usually have a chin, though I'm pretty sure there's a gun cannon variant with a chin. I just can't remember which one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a gun hey. cannon variant with a chin. Hey, I just... Sorry, this is a tangent, yeah? Dylan. Uh-huh. Why wasn't this only the beginning? What? Oh, F-91? Why did we never get more... Why did we never get more F-91? Uh... Did not do well? Well... Uh... There's also the whole thing about the production being kind of a nightmare, um, where they don't know, where they didn't really give Tamino a, don't know the exact story, but I know generally speaking, they didn't really know what to allow Tamino to, uh, like, whether he was making a movie or a series or what, uh, and it was dubious during production. Hence why you have all of these, like, kind of, even though it's a movie, you know, normally with a Gundam movie, you don't actually get a ton of designs in a singular movie, uh, yet this has a lot, um, because uh-huh. they were designing to possibly do, like, hey, what if we're doing an OVA that's multiple episodes that's going to just be released on video, uh, and then it's like, nope, you're doing a theatrical movie, and it's like, ah, okay, well, we already planned all this stuff out, so we gotta try to put it all in here as as well as we can. And so the, the, like, this is only the beginning at the end is kind of Tomino being like, let me keep doing this. And they were like, haha, no, that was never the plan. No, well, that was, no, no that though, in fact was the plan at one point. Y- but. Yes, uh, though, there's also the weirdness of Victory basically featuring a lot of stuff from F-91, you know? Yeah. Like, like even think about the crew setup in F-91, right? Uh, F-91, you have the baby that they rescue, uh... Uh, uh, that, you know, her, uh, the, the, the child's mom gets hit by the shell casing, uh, famous uh-huh. scene. 
Uh, and then in uh, Victory, you have Carlman. You you get babies in both of them as part of the crew, and then the crew is also made up of a lot of like kids. And the kid has like you know a relation with their parent being a Gundam engineer, though Uso is much younger than Seabook. Uh, I, I just I, I think they're in in um Shakti's relation to Zanscare. I think even kind of being a little bit similar to Cecily, uh, just in terms of having a relation to the uh, enemy faction. Uh, so I I think there's a little bit of like parallels going on with the series. Um, uh-huh. but yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, especially like F ninety one. These design. There's a lot going on with these designs that are like really unique. Where it's just like, oh, huh. Surprised they didn't do more of these. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I really like this head design though. It's a very good uh gun cannon like head. Uh, very futuristic looking though. Like relative to you know being a gun cannon head. Um. For the torso, we've got. Um, a very Gundam-like torso in design. Uh, you do have a collar, uh, but the collar is a bit more subdued. Uh, it's, it's just in white, um, but it is, like, you know, popped up around the neck. Um, then you have, I mean, you have a torso that has on either side a pair of inset black vents. Um, uh, specifically, I guess I would say the style is of, like, the later Gundam-style event, uh, where you have the, uh, you have a, a bit of lining around the, uh, vent, instead of it just being, like, the RX-78, the vents are internal, but, I mean, this is still a Gundam chest, basically. You have a black line going down the middle of the armor here, which is kind of just interesting, uh, just, like, this thick mm-hmm. black line. Uh, Similar to the one on the gun cannon. Yep. Uh, then for the middle, you have a cockpit hatch in red. So some of the extra details that we mention here are interesting because this is colored more like an MSV design, whereas I would say that uh, in the OVA when drawn, it's it's more like this art of the naked here, which is a little more simple. Uh, kind of closer to victory, even though even more complicated than victory, of course. Yeah. Victory, quite simplified. Uh, but some, uh, some decals you have going on on the torso on both versions would be, you get this, uh, red, so, uh, on either side of the collar, you have a red stripe that goes out and then a little bit down the side of the chest there, which is kind of cool. And then there's a small line break and then the line continues to go down and then towards the backpack afterwards, uh, under the armpit. So you got these bigger, like red stripes, which is really cool. Uh, you've got mm-hmm. two torso segments. Uh, the first torso segment is that same... I, I say white. Uh, it tends to be drawn, though, as almost like this, like... It's a very warm white, I guess. Uh, it's almost like an eggshell color, as opposed to, like, your usual white that they use. It's just white with, like, a little bit of warmth to it. Like, when it's shaded, you know, it looks a bit more... Almost like a pastel yellow. Like, if you look at, like, uh, some of the shading going on, like, the back of the arm there on the arm plate... But, yeah. Um, it's a nice color. I like it. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, for the shoulders, um, you've got pretty simple shoulder armor on the whole. Uh, though, on either side of the outside top of the armor on the front and the back, you have these little inset, uh, these little black triangles with an inset vernier. Uh, then... Uh, in between the front and back plate of armor, you also get a uh, sort of uh, like a pill-shaped uh, thruster, right? Uh, you know, it's circular but wide. 
um, thruster um, that points outward, and I assume can probably have a little bit of movement. Um, you got your classic Okawara bicep of this era. It is a, you know, very simple square bicep, but it's got that little, uh, bit of rounded armor on the outside. Uh, in this case, it also appears to have, like, a vent or a thruster at the bottom of it. Uh, get a simple, simple joint with your circular, uh, joint caps on the outside. Uh, very classic. Uh, the forearms are a bit interesting because they are circular instead of square. Uh, like, the bicep is, you know, very, uh, square, but... Well, they're kind of, like, rounded squares, right? Like, it seems like they still have, like, distinctly four sides, but they are curved. Yeah, they're curved, though. It's just, it's interesting. Um, though, so, and that, that part's actually relatively simple, though you do have a line, uh, right below the joint going around, uh, the radius of the arm there. Uh, then you have these forearm guards, uh, that are very, you know, more squared off, um that uh you know pop out a little and on the outside of these actually you have a full shield basically or a little like uh, a small shield but you do have like armor sticking out and it even has like on the outside top of the armor you have like the classic reactive armor with like the uh inset x on it i think that's misleading though oh it's probably not uh, it's probably uh, uh a i'm assuming that's ammo, ammo. yeah because you have the yeah uh, little wrist guns, uh, and you can see on the uh, on, so on the other arm where you can see the inside from the front art, you can see that it is clearly removable. Yeah, it, which is interesting. Uh, but it does have like, I guess actually that could also be used to denote like a a canister or something having that like inset X. Well, and also just I mean if you think about what it's den- denoting on reactive armor, it's that it can go off, right? Which is true for bullets, too. Yeah. I just... You know what? It makes me also think of uh, uh, in a slightly different shape, but, uh, like, like jerry cans will tend to have that, like, inset, you know? Sure. Because they all go off. Yeah. It all comes full circle. Um, You also have these, like, these little bands of uh, armor, like, on the outside, right up, like, uh, like above the guns on the outside of the armor, and then it kind of wraps around a little bit on the front and back side. Um, but it's less like these, this row of bands. Um, I'm assuming maybe it's like venting though for the gun, given that, you know, the gun barrels are right there. Maybe. Yeah. Um, just very, I mean, like where, like, where's the ejection port for the rounds? Is that the thing next to it? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Uh, because the problem is, uh, the the color that is like the more show accurate sete does not have that little thing. So I assume those are decals, actually, like the little square parts. Because hmm. hmm. if you look at like the most recent image I linked, you can see. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know though. Um. Then uh, you have also these yellow squares on the front and uh, back of this uh, armor. Uh, for the wrist, very interestingly, right before you get the hand, you actually have this little red wrist, which is just interesting to me. Uh, just a little splash of red here, uh, and then the hands are your standard hands, Fetty hands, because, uh... Well, I say Fetty hands, these are actually very rounded fingers, all things considered, um, and how they are drawn here, rather than squared. Um, yeah, I feel like there's part of, like... Part of F-91's, the designs of F-91 is sort of figuring out the aesthetic of these new, like, miniaturized suits, right? So, I think the intent is for these to be fairly generic hands, but they do look a little different. 
Um, for the crotch piece, a uh, very simple crotch piece in the middle with a, uh, it's got a little red plate on the top and then just plain as it goes to the back. Um, then, uh, for the skirts, uh, you've got two front skirts, uh, as typical of F91, these are, these front skirts have, like, you know, inset detail, you've got, like, a initial plate, like, that's, you know, where it's connected into the, uh, uh, the crotch piece, and that has, like, two thrusters on the front, uh, that are also, they're kind of, like, the ones that are on the shoulders on the outside, uh, they're, like, these, you know, little, uh, pill-shaped thrusters, uh, set as, like, a pair, uh, vertically. Oh, so, um, the little wrist guns are beam guns, so there is no ejection. Oh, okay, board. it doesn't need, uh, shell ejection, those are beam. Okay. Um, then for the side skirts, you actually have pretty sizable side skirts on this guy. Um, they are, uh, kind of, uh, hexagonal in shape overall. Um, though at the bottom you have, like, an opening, and they're a little taller, uh, and then you've got a extra little, like, square for the, you know, main armor, like, where it's connected. You would assume that the armor is static, like, that square piece, and then the, you know, uh, skirt can flip uh -huh. up on that. Uh, and then for the rear skirt, uh, finally looking at this rear art, that I actually haven't been using at all until now, um, you've got, a kind of a weird rear skirt, because it's got, like, a flat plate with, like, the two old Gundam style, um, like, y you know, on the original Gundam skirt, that, like, little, uh, bumps. Uh -huh. Little bumpers. Yeah. Little yellow bumpers. Yeah. But then, uh, it and it's, like, one plate, and you can tell from even the bottom it's one plate, but it does have, like, a line drawn in in the middle of it, which is just interesting. Interesting choice. To But they also, then again, they like putting line on this guy in various places, like on the arms or on the, uh, chest, so... Yeah, I mean it can be it can be useful as indicating that this is like I mean I'm sure it's a very gentle slope, but either side of it is like a slope, right? Yeah, and that is the point where they meet. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, for the thighs, pretty simple thighs, though. Uh, one little detail on them that's kind of nice is you have these um little cuts in the armor uh on the rear part of the thigh uh rear sides I would say uh both on the outside and I think on the inside too. Or, on the inside and, I think, on the outside, too. The, the... Oh, no, it's not on the outside, actually. Not on the outside, no. No, interesting. Okay, so it's just on the inside of the uh, thigh there. Uh, you've got a uh, pretty nice-looking joint, because it's got, like, almost like that uh, kind of, like, collapsible tube look uh, going into the bottom leg, uh, which is kind of neat. And then you also have your uh, the joint caps similar to the ones on the arms. Uh, only thing of note with these joint caps, I should say, is that they have these four little dots on the inside circle. Uh, just a small detail, but it's not your, uh, Katoki-style joint caps, which, to be fair, I call them Katoki-style joint caps, even though they pop up, like, even though you think of them as being on the Gundam and stuff, they actually don't really, they're not on the Gundam. If you look at the RX-78, uh, Katoki yeah. has rewritten history, though, so for a lot of people, they think of that shape, the circle with the line through it. Uh, Izabuchi also uses these. I call them Katoki, but Izabuchi and Katoki both use these. Are they on the Mark II? No, uh, I don't think they are. Really? Uh, okay, because for me, I feel like a lot of a lot of design elements that people think of as being the RX-78 but aren't are from the Mark no, II. No, the Mark II doesn't actually have any joint caps, interestingly. It's, uh... Huh. Yep, uh, just to link you it while, while we're talking about it, um, you can see... Oh, not the article. I want... 
want the image, please. Thank you very much. There we are. Um, yeah. You can yeah. see there's not... It, it's it, the, it, the Mark II is kind of a weirdo because it doesn't have, like, any of those joint caps. Um... But yeah, uh, then for the lower leg, pretty detailed lower leg. You've got a uh, big knee armor pointing at the top, um, has a yellow triangle with like a smaller black triangle inside of it, uh, upside down in the middle of the knee here. Um, at the bottom of the knee armor on either side, you have a thruster uh, pointing outward. Um, then for the legs, you've got uh, these, uh, you've got a bump of armor on the inner calf and then a bump of armor on the outside calf. Which, on the outside part, it has another uh, bit, I believe it is, like... Oh, it's not even a thruster, no. It's just a little, uh, just a little rectangular plate on the outside. Um, you can see from the rear shot that, uh, it's just a plate. Um, then, uh, on the back of the, uh, rear calf, you have this, like, little cut in the side of the armor on either side. And then, uh... You have a large vernier sticking out that's on, like, a ball, so you can imagine that this can move up and down and have a bit of, like, you know, has a bit of, like, a... What is the word I'm thinking of? Gimbal. gimbal. Yeah. Yeah. Has a bit of a gimbal. I wonder... I wonder if the point of that cut... Because I was looking at it, and I'm like, why would you bother doing that? It looks like it lines up exactly with, the like, the base part of the... Like, not the nozzle, but the base that the nozzle plugs into... I wonder if that's to give it better range of movement. Yeah, it kind of so looks that like that. That part doesn't hit in the armor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could believe that. Um, also going with like the extraneous lines we've talked about, there's actually a line uh right below the knee going down the middle of the calf armor here. Um, yeah. Then you actually have like a lot of visible mechanism uh between uh the leg armor here and then the uh foot and the uh ankle armor. Um. Just mostly, you know, mostly gray, but uh, you can see kind of a little bit like the uh, your classic foot pistons that you get on a lot of these designs. Uh, they're just very visible here. Um, the double mm. pistons on the front that usually like, you know, if the foot tilts forward, there'll be like, you know, uh, it'll have like a little smaller piston pushing it out. Um, but yeah, the ankle armor, uh, you've got... Uh, it's a circle on either side of the foot that then has armor wrapped around the front as well as around the back. Uh, so just a bit of an unusual one where you actually get like a full wrap with it. Um, mm -hmm. Makes a little X shape when combined with the foot armor. Mm -hmm. uh, the foot armor uh, then, so for the top of the foot you have a red piece that has a thruster in the middle uh, on the, like, you know, pointing forward. And then a double set of thrusters on either side, and they're, like, these inset thrusters that are, like, inset in a black area that has, a, you know, yellow for the thrusters. Uh, the design makes me think that these also, like, these thrusters can, like, move up and down, like, have a little bit of movement, um, mm -hmm. is what it looks like. Uh, you know, very, very of this era of Okawara to be doing, like, this kind of, like, we have a bunch of, like, little extraneous thrusters on the design. Um, which is what I like about 90s Okawara, specifically early 90s Okawara. Um, MMSV and F91 era and all that. Um, yeah. for the lower foot though, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like tall feet too. It's, it's, I wouldn't call it like a super high heel, but it does have a bit of a high heel thing going on and high toe, like even the toe. Cause like, mm -hmm. it, like you said, uh, when it, when it, where it meets with the ankle armor, it almost, it makes almost an X shape, uh, when you're looking at it from the side. And then, um, yeah, so for around the front, just kind of wraps around, standard foot shape. 
Uh, you do have a tall heel. It does have a bit of armor between the foot and the heel, which is kind of what eliminates the high heel look. Like, if that little wedge of armor wasn't there, it would look much more high-heeled, I think. But it does have a mm. bit of armor between uh, the front and back heel that kind of makes them feel of a piece. Um, Alright, and then finally, the backpack. So, um, the base of the backpack... Um, is it this is a very detailed backpack um you've got it, it, also i should say it's not really a backpack it's one of those ones where it's integrated into the torso like you can see clearly from like the rear naked art that this backpack and this torso are just combined as one um mm -hmm. i think actually let me look at the rear art of the normal yeah even the rear the normal like colored in rear art you can tell uh actually haven't linked that yet because again haven't really been using it but hey um so yeah uh so one of the the, the thing about backpacks and gundam is a lot of backpacks aren't really backpacks um especially like in this era and before there's a lot of backpacks that are actually like integrated into the torso that i think usually when they get a kit or something later they actually will uh separate them just because of standardization of like you know practice uh, mm -hmm. But, unfortunately, we don't have, like, a modern kit of this guy. I wonder if... You know what? Uh, real quick, I'm gonna check the old one, because F91 actually got a bunch of old kits, uh, including one of the variants we'll talk about for this guy. Um, while those are loading, though, to describe this backpack, um, at the top, you've got, on the outside, these little bumps of armor. Uh, the shape is kind of like an odd pen the it is a hexagon because you can see there's two angles on the top but it's like very thin so it almost looks pentagonal like an upside down like pentagon that's a little wide on one side um mm -hmm. the the top armor there is like a little bit of uh there there are two you know two angles up there they're just very small um then this has a set of double cables that are going into another one of these uh shapes uh this one's actually just a pentagon on the lower part of the backpack uh that is sticking out um has a small thruster at the base of it uh it's it's also these really nice cables i should note like these uh very mesh like cables oh interesting fun fact the first f91 kit was actually the g cannon uh oh yeah uh because oh. the the f91 didn't come out until uh March of 1991, the G Cannon came out in December of 1990, uh, along with the Vignagina. Why are those the two first designs? Interesting. Took them three more months after they did the G Cannon and the Vignagina to do the F91. That is actually really bizarre to me. <laughs> it's pretty strange. Uh, I think, I wonder, I don't know. I was, I was going to try and come up with something about more difficult molding with the F91s, but I, I think... I just... Oh, yeah, even this model kit, actually, looking at it, does make the backpack into a backpack. Uh, huh. Uh, like, if you look at, for instance, here, I'm gonna link you... You can see the back of the torso here from our good friend Dalong. Uh, on the right, you can see it's got two holes for the backpack to plug into. So, yeah. even back on these old kits, they were still doing this kind of, you know, it, it's separated, even though... Clearly on the artwork, this is actually not a separate backpack. I just find that interesting. It feels like, I mean, you know, this is very much like, I, this might be working backwards because I'm so, you know, backpack brained. But like, it feels like something you'd want to be able to purge if you had to. Yeah. Yeah. 
And also, especially in the case of this one with, like, when you consider the, um, the guns, uh, something you would want to be able to be removable for the guns. And the guns are, in fact, removable, because you can see, like, when I'm talking about the G-Cannon naked art, it's not like the naked art is like, oh, we've just cut out the cannons. You can see there's caps o over where the cannons are plugged into. Like, you could theoretically not have the two large cannons on this if you wanted. Um, mm -hmm. Which there might be viable reasons for, actually, thinking on it, because they're pretty large. Uh, I can imagine, like, if you need to... If you had a G-Cannon and you need to send it, for instance, into a colony for any reason that wasn't just blowing up everything, uh, you might want to not have those cannons on it. <laughs> um, of course, then again, uh, F-91 is all about the Federation not caring about uh, civilian casualties inside of a colony they are quote-unquote protecting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so, uh, then, the, the, like I mentioned, there's kind of like a, on either side of this backpack, like a part that is sticking out that, uh, along the top, uh, there is either a gap there, which is where the cannons are plugged into, and I'll describe the cannons later, or you can have like a little cap, uh, put over those, um, you also get on either of these at the base of that shape a upside down yellow triangle with a black triangle in it. Uh, and then in between them, uh, there is like a set of like, I wouldn't say it's a thruster. It's probably uh, like heat radiation because these look like a bunch of, you know, fins that are just like pointing down. Though it does resemble some of the thrusters on like, I don't know, like older, like back of leg thrusters on some designs. Yeah. Um, Though for the big thrusters on this, on the bottom half of this backpack here, uh, you've got two really large, uh, like, verniers on, like, gimbals. Uh, it looks like they would be connected to a gimbal, just given the shape. And then same with that little middle uh -huh. one. Uh, there's a small one in the middle uh, that also is like that. Uh, well, the small one doesn't seem to be, I mean, I don't know, maybe, let me look at the color. I think it looks more on the anything. colored art, it looks more like it's on, like, a gimbal or something. Okay, yeah, and on the line art, it almost looks like it's on, like, a, a, a rod. Yeah. But, like, no, that's just, that's just misleading from the art. Yep, no, it does, look, however, look like the little one has, has better range of movement, probably, compared to the big ones, yeah. just to make adjustments. Which makes sense for having one of them like that. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, uh, then you also have... Uh, the middle one has, like, a bit of armor around around it in the middle, so it just kind of pops out a little, um, on the top. Um, but, yeah, overall, uh, good shape going on here with this. Um, I, 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 I really like the design of this backpack, actually. It's a very, again, it feels very, like, of this era Okawara with all the tubing and, you know, the big thrusters and lots of little details in it, like, lots of little cuts or lines, um, but yeah, finally, we have the two large cannons, what the G-Cannon is actually named for. So, uh, these cannons are, have an interesting setup. They're kind of complicated, I would say. Um, because, so what you have with these are, you have a, I guess at the bottom, uh, the base of the cylinder, you have like a large, uh, like pillar of armor, right? Like this, like going into the backpack there. Uh, and these almost have, like, vents on the back of them as well, it looks like, uh, besides, like, the vents that are also on the back of the cylinder. Uh, even these, like, little... Uh, the, the, the main connection, I would say, uh, looks like it has these. But besides the main connection, uh, towards the front, actually, you also have a piston. 
um, where this adjusts, because this can clearly, like, move up and down. And I actually really like that it has this, like, piston also, like, at the, more towards the front of the cylinder connected into the, like, almost the sides of the torso. Mm -hmm. Um, it looks really good. I just like that it has a piston for moving up and down. Um, but yeah, the actual guns, though, uh, like I said, cylindrical, uh, at the base of the cylinder, you have a slightly larger cylinder for the very base of it. Um, that, uh, the primary detail on that would be, uh, it's got, like, where it expands the cylinder, it has a lot of, like, venting on the inner part and on the back, uh, and then on the very back of these cylinders, you also have two basically big, uh, vents on the back of it, uh. Aux like auxiliary vents on the back of it. Lots of venting going on in this, uh, on, on these guns. Uh, I believe on the sides here, you have, uh, at the base of the, uh, th uh, thinnest, longest part of the cylinder, uh, on the outside, you have these little, like, details, these little squares. Um, I believe these are where the shells are ejected. Because, uh, specifically, I believe the G-Cannon is the one that kills the mom of the baby in F-91 because it is firing the, these cannons and then the shell casings are ejecting. Yeah, um, that all sounds right. And me. I believe that is where the shell case ejects from, is that little, like, square part there. Um, You have a little red ring. There's even... Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, <clears throat> I was gonna say on the on the, you know, full, like, full MSV-style art, but I guess... It's because these don't exist on the naked. You can even see that there is a little like decal indicating that you need to be careful of the. Oh yeah, port. yeah, it's at the base of the cylinder. Yep, it has like a an arrow pointing at that. And and you can see there is a little bit of text. Yeah, so it probably it's impossible, is... impossible to read. It's just like white. Yeah, black, but it probably dots, is but... like something like "Hey, ejection from here" or something, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, then you have a red circle uh, right uh, in front of that uh, going around the cylinder. And then uh, around the thinnest part of the cylinder, I mentioned at the very bottom, this is like where the you have the piston connecting into. Other than that, you just have these uh, four. So this is an interesting one on the. Uh, there is actually the more show style sete too. Uh, it is in the gallery there, and I have linked you it. it. Is much lower quality, unfortunately, but um, you can see that on the show art, these are like black, right? These four lines that are on the top, uh, bottom, left, and right. But on yeah. the MSV style art, they're actually more just like insets. Like it looks more like the it's just like a little bit of cut inset on the armor. So just mm -hmm. a different look depending on what art you're looking at. And then yeah, at the end of the cylinder, you have an opening that has four barrels sticking out of it. Uh, four gun barrels. Um, and yeah, uh, these are the uh, quadruple machine cannon, which, uh. These are interesting to me because uh, it kind of makes sense in an era where you have smaller mobile suits to just have a high caliber machine gun that would just rip through a mobile suit because it's more likely to, you know, even though this is also the mm -hmm. era where beam shields kind of get started, but they're not, I, I feel like the beam shields are like a thing where they are, you know, not expected technically when the, uh, when the crossbone Vanguard uses them. Because, like, the only thing that the Federation has that has a beam shield is its, like, main... The, the Gundam that SNRA makes. But, like, mm -hmm. the Jigans and the Heavy Gun and uh, the uh, G-Cannon do not have beam shields. Um, 
anyway, yeah, I, I, I like the G cannon. I think it's a cool overall design. Um, so for equipment, um, I mentioned the Vulcans on the head, I mentioned the quadruple machine cannon. Uh, I like that because it mentions, uh, that because it fires, uh, so apparently they are medium caliber, high velocity armor piercing rounds, uh, that are specifically made for consideration of combat within space colonies. However, despite this, uh, the shell casings can, uh, still be fatal to people who wander too close. I like that they have to put that because of the very specific, you know, the, the mom getting hit by the, the, the fucking shell casing. Uh-huh. It just feels very like, oh, we have to put that there. But yeah, it says uh, they can be removed for it to serve more as a close range unit. You have the double beam guns on the wrist, which uh, are pretty neat um, that it has these like little double beam guns. Yeah. Uh, just think it's a neat little weapon. Uh, then you've got uh, beam saber. Uh, it is unclear where it stores uh, its pair of beam sabers, but it does have two of them. Uh, but like the model kit nor the art uh don't really have any place to store them so mm. they just they it pulls them out when they are used uh it uses the same uh beam rifle as the heavy gun uh the heavy gun's beam rifle it's a solid beam rifle design it's you know mostly a a gray block with your standard like trigger a secondary handle a bit of a stock on it um nothing too special going on but it does have a beam rifle that it can use optionally um I don't know if we always see it with a beam rifle, actually, thinking on it. Um, yeah, no, uh, looks like actually a lot of the times it just relies on the beam guns on the wrist for, uh, the primary weapon. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Optionally, it can also use the heavy gun shield as well, which is just a pretty... The, the shield is actually really interesting, though, looking at it, because you know what it reminds me of? It's like if you took the, uh, gym yep. command shield... But like, and you glued them to yeah, each other. Yeah, you glued other, it like to each other. Yeah, because it's got like yep. the same like cutout on the outside. But then instead of having a top of the shield, it's another gym command shield. Then no, that is absolutely what it looks like. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I think this is a pretty cool unit. Um, then uh, okay, yeah, even in the film, you actually do see a squad of the uh the G cannon nakeds uh get deployed at some point. So it's not like it's not in the film. You can see it in them here. Mm -hmm. um, and it looks like when it's the naked is when they have the shields and rifles typically, actually. Which which makes sense. Um, also, an interesting thing of note, actually, look at that rear one. Um, it doesn't note this on the wiki, but if you look at that rearmost uh, G-cannon, look at its side skirt. It's got uh, the grenade side skirt. Bunch of grenades, yeah. 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 I don't think that's noted anywhere uh, on the wiki, just... Just something of note. I don't know if it's... might not even be intentional, you know, but... Yeah, uh, the G-Cannon. Um, we've got... Before we move on to, like, variants that have separate pages, um, there is one to talk about here. Um, there is a, uh, Boss Gallimson, uh, custom, uh, who is a... He is a character from Silhouette Formula 91, though his custom... Does not appear in the original Silhouette Formula 91, I believe, because if you look at this line art, this is definitely, like, F90FF era art, right? Like, this is more modern. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, his version, though, uh, has a couple of changes. Uh, actually, some pretty notable ones. It's surprising to me it doesn't have its own article. So, uh, for its changes, one, it's in all black and white, which I, I love the look of this. Um, it has an extra camera on the Mohawk, 
It looks. Oh no no no! Sorry, that's the uh, camera from the guns because it has new cannons. Uh, it's just the one that's on the back. It looked like it was coming out in the Mohawk. Um, but uh, no changes really to the head or body then, uh, nor the shoulders. Where it does have changes is the hard point. So it doesn't mention that on the arms they are hard points. Uh, are these taken from the F ninety uh punch one? Because they look. They look kind of like it. Hold on. Uh. I don't remember what those look like. They, these gonna... do look like they should be punch ones, though. Yeah, uh, let me double check. I forget what it's called. It's Is it the F90F? The fight type? Yes, these are, actually. Uh, some slight modification made to them, but I mean... Ah, uh, yeah. The F90F. These are, yeah, these are like the weird little punch knuckles. So, um... Which they're referred to there as the arm fighting equipment. Yeah, which is... They generate needle-shaped beams. Yeah, from the tips of them. And they are for punching and specifically for penetrating armor. Um, they do have a bit of a different connection here, but they have the same overall idea, it looks like, of just, you know... They have a bigger base on this, like, uh, where this is connected into the wrist. But it looks like these would fold... Theoretically, these would fold down over the fists and, yeah, generate, like, three, three beams out of the... Uh, the three outside holes there. Um, another change, which is actually something that we noted on the one design, uh, this has a grenade rack on the right side, though, of the uh, skirt. Uh, and it's just like a rack of four grenades stacked vertically. Hmm. Uh, finally, uh, one additional thing that this has on the lower legs on the outer part, um, instead of just having that bolt of armor, this actually does have a large outward thruster. Um, I actually like that they kept the F-91 styling on this thruster, because it, like, the thruster at the top of it has these, like, two cables running through that are very similar to the one on the backpack for th for this design, and it's, like, the mesh mm -hmm. cables. Um, and then it's got, like, one of those very detailed verniers, which I also associate with, like, Okawara and F-91 of this era, where it's, like, the, you know, it's, it's a white, it's a whitish vernier, but it's got all these, like, lines running down the circle there. Um, good texture work going on. Uh, these also have, like, little triangles on the outside of the armor and a bit of inset, uh, just some random insetting going on. They're nice looking. Uh, I guess, uh, actually, the true final change, sorry, forgot about this. Uh, instead of having the two mega machine guns, this appears to have two beam rifles, uh, like, two large beam rifles as the, uh, backpack. Um... They have a camera on the top. Uh, it's like your kind of standard little square uh, or rectangular tall camera um, for a beam rifle. And then uh, it's got a square barrel uh, or a square base for the machine gun. But then the barrel sticking out is round. Actually, it's more hexagonal looking at it because of the split in the middle there. It's nice looking, the housing. Um, these are cool looking. Yeah. I'm sad we don't have a rear shot. Can't see the the rest of the backpack or anything, but uh, I think this is overall a pretty cool F ninety one, or is sorry F seventy one cheap cannon. Sorry, when I see the F seventy one, my brain goes F ninety one because F ninety one Gundam F ninety one. F ninety one. It's a little silly, but I I I'm not against it. It's all the, right. The punch knuckles are a bit goofy, but look. And and also the leg thrusters being like strapped onto the outside is a silly way to do that. That's fair. Um. But, uh, yeah, um, sorry, I was just looking at 
this. Okay, so actually, it looks like Boz's uh, thing in the manga is actually occasionally throwing on equipment from the uh, various F90s, because you can see here on the rear part, uh, if you look at the backpack attached to the outer or the left side, it actually has the Mega Gatling from the uh, F90D type there. Um, mm hmm that uh sticks forward almost like a fucking uh, this is like a very um bottoms way of having a gun on the backpack you know it's like a gun sticking out of the backpack but going forward mm -hmm. uh which i always think looks cool and sad gundam doesn't do it more often so yeah this guy this this guy is seemingly loves using uh uh fucking f90 parts uh because here's another one where it's using uh this uh the 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 one big solid sniper cannon from i think it's the L-type, maybe? Let's find out. F90L? Oh, the wiki doesn't have the L-type. Hold on. Uh, no, I'm thinking of the one that's like a variant of the F92, generally. Uh, yeah, the F92L. Which is like, theoretically, this is also what the F90L is. It's just usually yeah. thrown on the F92. Or F90-2. <laughs> Gotta be careful sure. about how you word some of these weird ones. Uh, but yeah, you can see it's that same, you know, long, long range cannon. It's got like the, uh, rack on the bottom and everything. What about F90 the second? Look, there's too many, too many thing, too many, too many thing. Anyway. All right. Uh, there's also, um, several variants we could talk about. Uh, well, we could talk about its developed from real quick. It's developed from sure. the F70 cannon Gundam. Which is also known as the Prototype G Cannon. It's... I don't like that name. And not because it shouldn't have that name, but it feels like naming, like, you know, like the fucking... Whatever, like the MS-006 Zaku Goof. And you're like, you can't do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's not allowed. That's <laughs> weird. Um, Yeah, so the F-70 is from the F-90 series. Uh... And this is the prototype of the uh, G cannon. Uh, it, the main dif differences are so. Well, actually, it has quite a bit. Um, this is actually basically yep. a wholly unique design. Uh huh. Which is fucked up. Um, so for the head, uh, bigger, uh, bigger forehead camera. Uh, more detail going on on this. Uh. Actually, real quick, I'm just going to check. Did this originate in... It's it's drawn clearly by Okawara. Okay, it is an original F90, as well as FF. Uh, you can tell from the line art some of the variants we're going to talk about that, uh, you know, this is going to... Uh, this is going to have some FF stuff going on. So they had... Um, Bigger, bigger Mohawk camera. Uh, the Vulcan inset, uh, you can more clearly see the barrels of the Vulcans. Um, on the sides of the head, you have these bigger, uh, pieces, uh, going around the, uh, the back of the head. Um, the antenna are now attached to these side pieces instead. Uh, you can see the antennas are also taller and stick, uh, stick up a bit further and are a bit pointier. They're not, uh, they're not like the, uh, just the flat fins that the, uh, G cannon has. Um, seems to have some vents going on the forward part of the head. 
Though with them colored in yellow, that's usually how you code verniers, but I doubt this has head verniers, because that would be weird. Um, <laughs> it needs to be able to do that, like, jerking your head back <laughs> meme real fast. Um, <laughs> then you have a Gundam-style face with, like, the double face vent and the chin, but instead of having two eyes, it still has the glasses from the uh, that the G-Cannon has. Though with the shape of the visor and everything, this looks more aviator-y. Yeah. Uh, it looks even more like a cop, which is an appropriate thing for a Gundam. Something with, that bears the name Gundam. <laughs> um, for the torso, um, bit of a popped collar, though it's not as popped on the front because the front chest armor is a bit bigger. Uh, still has the line going down the middle of it. Uh, then on either side of the chest, you actually have a complete line rather than a line that is broken. Uh like for the red line going around the chest uh for the chest vents uh looks like they are just like a yellow uh vent with like a, just a big overall like hole rather than like you know the little venting though let me look at the black and white art just to make sure oh no okay so you can see if you look at the uh there's a black and white art it actually has mesh venting in the chest that's interesting which that's you know, that comes up in F91 sometimes. It's just, it's hard to see on the color art, but you can see it on this black and white. Oh, yeah. It's got, like, mesh venting on the inside of these chest vents, which is cool looking. I love the way that looks, actually. Um, mm -hmm. In the middle, you have a cockpit hatch. Uh, on the lower half of the body, it is in red. You then have the two torso segments, one in the... Uh... Oh, I should say, this one's armor. Instead of being, like, the warm color of the G-Cannon, this is, like, a cooler... Uh, Jigany color. It's a very Jigany kind of minty. Yeah, this is very color. like the double Zeta like minty space. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, the uh, middle armor uh is still in that color, and then the bottom armor is gray for the you know the standard kind of chest setup. Uh, for the shoulders, uh, you have the same front and back plate design, though instead of having just that pill shaped thruster, you have a bigger set of thrusters in the middle that are like a. Uh, they have like these two circular verniers and I presume given the shape they would hold more more fuel for more operational time uh, just because they are bigger overall uh, even though the thrusters sure. are not big um, also has F-70 emblazoned on the shoulder much like our good friend the F-91 Gundam F-91 uh, I'm sad that this is called the Cannon Gundam and not the F-70 Gundam so it can't be the F-70 Gundam F-70 but whatever um the arm, uh, still that standard Okora of this time shape, uh, does have the outer bicep uh, piece, though it looks like it doesn't have a thruster at the bottom of it, it's just additional armor. Uh, uh -huh. Same kind of joint cover as the G-Cannon, and same arm setup with the uh, uh, double beam gun. However, the double beam gun actually has a slightly different design. Uh, you have, it looks like the, um, it, it has this like extra bit of square armor at the base, that is sticking out, and I would have assumed that's the clip, but if you look at the top, the clip is still in the back, like, if you look on the uh, right mm -hmm. arm. Uh, and it has mm -hmm. that, like, this one actually really makes that look like cooling venting, uh, because it colors that uh, row of lines gray instead, so it feels more like a heat sink or something. Um, they also have little yellow clips, because they just clip on. Yeah, to the wrist there, which uh, kind of is implied with the, F, uh, with the uh, G Cannon, um, because... It does mention, like, on the G-Cannon that these are attached to quote-unquote hardpoints, but this feels very much more like that idea, right? Like, with the way that these are attached. It looks like the G-Cannon, like, could remove them in the hangar. It looks like these could flick them off if it needs to. Yeah. 
Um, for the skirts, uh, pretty similar skirt shape, though some differences. So on the bottom of the crotch, you have some extra venting, uh, as well as some extra panel lining. This guy's got a lot of weird little auxiliary panel lining, uh, probably, mm-hmm. probably due to them knowing this is not an animated design. So Okawara just decided, ah, I'm just going to draw little squares and stuff on this. Uh, but the overall shape of the front skirts is the same, though instead of having the pill-shaped uh, double thrusters, it instead just has a, th- a single, like, uh, trapezoidal thruster uh, inset into the same spot where the normal double stack is. Um, mm-hmm. For the side skirts, uh, these are much different in shape, actually. These have a really big, like, piece down the side, and then the skirts themselves are actually really small, though, uh, for the side skirts. Little... Little colored notch at the bottom makes me think that that flips open. Maybe it's got the beam saber in there. Yeah, that actually would make sense given the shape of it. Uh, does have the same rear skirt though, right? That uh, double, like it's got that double pocket rear skirt thing going on that the other one had. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, more panel lining detail. It's got this like little um, uh, trapezoidal shape at the top, but overall, you know, same thing, just with a little more detail. Yeah. Uh, upper thigh. Uh, same thing as well as the G cannon, uh, though the, uh, it does have one difference, which is it has a line going down the leg, um, on the front, like just a big solid black line. Um, mm-hmm. for the knees, uh, again, uh, one of those things where it's like very close to being the same knee. However, instead of the armor ending in a point at the top of the knee armor, it instead has a large, like movable thruster. It looks like, it looks like it would be able to like, kind of move back and forth a little mm-hmm. um then the legs on the sides of the legs uh it kind of has almost like new gundam style like little scoops but they're very small right like yeah but it, it that's what it's like reminiscent of and then it's got like a little like at the base of the outer leg there if you look at it it's got this like bit of armor sticking out with like this like almost like these two little teeth coming out of the bottom of it uh that are squared off at the bottom uh and then like a little hole just a weird extra like jutting out of armor uh then um on the back of the leg one difference so it still has that thruster on like the gimbal with like the holes cut into the side mostly panel lining but above that you do have like a a row of like weird almost like f91 backpack shaped thrusters like like you know the fins uh Mm -hmm. going on just extra set of those and then for the leg armor you have basically the same uh foot setup like with the way the ankle armor is set up and the feet the the feet have one change instead of having two thrusters on the uh the feet like the red piece on the top of the foot you have only one thruster on the outside though it looks like a bigger thruster uh than the original double it is kind of nice that in this art it's much easier like it's much easier to see the inner details of those thrusters yeah yeah um just interesting like how much this like shares like like it could have just okor could have just like you know maybe copy pasted like the liner a little bit but no he didn't he just he completely redrew it um and, like, you know, yeah. added, like, lots of weird little details, even though it's a very overall similar design. I just, I find that interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Alright, uh, then, finally, the backpack. Uh, backpack's actually very different. Um, first of all, very obviously a separate backpack, right? Um, yeah. 
Then, um, so, has the two areas where the cannons plug into. Uh, in the back middle, it actually has, these are very F-91 shaped thrusters, uh, going on here. Just without the little mm-hmm. fins in the middle of them. But it's like a three stack of, like, these square verniers that are, uh, stacked on top of each other. One of my favorite details below that, the the cannons appear to be fed by li- two little E-packs that plug in just below the nozzles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I can see that. And then uh, you have on the outside of the backpack on either side, you have a bit of, like, uh, venting going on or thrusters uh, that are, like, you know, on the outer sides of the backpack. Then on the bottom of the backpack, instead of having the three thrusters set up, you just have two large verniers on gimbals, and then there's, like, a little hole in the middle between them. Um, then for the cannons, uh, pretty detailed cannons, I would say. Um, are these beam cannons? Oh, you know what? These aren't beam cannons. Those are probably just, those E-packs are probably just backups for your rifle, I guess. Oh, yeah, because these are triple machine cannons, apparently. Uh, so looking at the triple machine cannon, uh, they are mostly cylindrical. These are designed much more, though, like a bazooka or something, right? Like... If you look at the line art, uh, I did realize if you look at the black and white line art, uh, you can see the triple barrel. But the overall shape of these just is much more reminiscent yeah. of like, you know, uh, like a bazooka or something. So cylindrical, you've got a small, you know, venting hole at the end. I think that's also where, uh, I don't know if that's, at the back top, that looks like it would be a scope, but that's clearly not the scope because that's pointing the wrong way. <laughs> But it, no, those would just be rear cameras for keeping an eye on on the back because you've got you've got the um, oh you have front ones camera too. Yeah, on the I very front it. too yeah. yeah okay yeah no I guess that makes sense um but yeah uh, lots of little details on the cylinder mostly just like little vents little cuts in the armor as you go through uh, nothing like spectacular of note uh, though like you said uh, at the tip of this these cannons you do have a really long actually. Uh, camera that is on the set on the top fronts of these Mm -hmm. um and then yeah there's i'm a little confused by i mean this is just you know gun practicality things the ejection ports for this thing are so far back yeah it's a little silly well are those the ejection ports though right because if you look at these it has those thrusters on the inner and outer part right (laughs) it's true so and There'd be no point in doing ambidextrous for a back-mounted weapon. Yeah, I guess maybe those aren't the ejection ports. Yeah, so I I don't know. Uh, though I you know what though you say there's no point in doing ambidextrous. Maybe it's because these are the same design on either side. Mm, that would make sense. But then what? It still doesn't matter because just you could just eject them in one direction. It doesn't make a difference. Well, you wouldn't like, want. Uh, well, you would always want it to eject towards the outside though, right? Rather than the inside, right? I mean, it'd be more, it'd be probably a better idea, but if you eject a casing and it hits your armor, you wouldn't notice. I guess it's fair, yeah. Um, well, anyway. I mean, I guess it could, in theory, it could, you know what, in theory, it could eject it in such a way that it gets wedged in the backpack verniers and that would be bad. Um, yeah, it's... Eh, doesn't eh. matter. <laughs> nope, doesn't. All right, so Vulcans, triple machine cannons. It does have beam sabers, has double beam guns on the wrists, and then it uses the same beam rifle as the F91. Uh, we have other bits of equipment for this. 
Uh, so we have the close combat type, which is just the same exact thing, but without the cannons. Uh, this was it's the naked. obviously not invented until F90FF, because you can just tell this is a very different art style. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, or it just was redrawn. Yeah, that's true. I there mean, could have been a version of this originally, but this the artwork that uh, I am using, definitely F90FF, which I, I actually like the art style of. Uh, I think it looks... Yeah. yeah. Uh, then, moving on, uh, there is a version that is equipped with beam cannons. It's just wearing the F90B type mission pack. Which, mm-hmm. you know, it's got the two... I like that they focus on the beam cannon and not the sheer fucking amount of missiles that this has. But anyway, whatever. It has a lot of missiles. It's, it's the bombard type. But they call it the beam cannon equipped type when it's on the F-70, which is goofy. Just like they call it the rail cannon equipped type with the S-pack on, even though the S-pack, the support pack, doesn't actually have rail cannons... Uh, that's the weirdest part to me. Because here's the thing. If you look at the F90S, those backpack guns are called, uh, mega beam cannons. And then the hand ones are just barrel beam beam cannons. cannons. Yeah, and then it has fucking cruise missiles that are attached to the legs. Uh, I, I... I'm, I'm not using the wiki's name for this stuff. I don't believe them. Yeah, I don't know. Um... Uh, this fight's a Quinn Mantha in the manga, by the way. Uh, it loses, right? Uh, well, look at how tiny it is, too. It's so funny how tiny it is, because, I mean, the Quinn Mantha's already huge, but this is an F-91-era suit. So, it's only 14 meters, so it's even, it's dwarfed even more by it, which I think is fun. It was piloted by Job John! Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry, I just, I hit that part, and it's like, oh, shit. Oh, the F9. I thought, oh, I thought you were saying the Quinn. No, 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 the F-70 was. Uh, apparently it was just tested at SNRI by Job John. Uh, there was another one that was sent out that ran into the MSA-120 drag, uh, which this is a guy that I love that I'll have to, we'll have to talk about at some point, but, uh, gets killed by this thing. I love this thing. The rival of the F-91. Sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, or the F ninety, I should say. Yeah. So this this is a cool this is a cool unit. Um, the cannon Gundam. It's you know nothing too crazy. Uh, eventually, it also gets developed into the Hardy gun as well as the G cannon because you can't have a gym without a Gundam to be mass produced. But uh, yep. Uh, all right. <clears throat> uh, two variants of the uh G cannon. Uh, that are that are smaller scale variants. So I'll go over these first, uh, and then there's one bigger, more different one to talk about. But for the smaller mm-hmm. scale variants, we have the G cannon powered weapon type, which is again just using the F90L mission pack uh, parts as, as reference. It's not using the exact parts, but it's it's got the same like outer thrusters and stuff, and like the shoulder attachments. So it is. Mostly the G cannon, where it changes is the shoulders. The right shoulder has an extra uh, bit of armor as well as like a triple inset scope. Uh, and then the left shoulder has just two giant missiles, like missile tubes, uh, integrated into the armor. These are surface-to-air missiles. Uh, then it also has an outer camera on that left shoulder. 
the wrists have on the right side a double electromagnetic railgun, which is technically on the left arm, but it's you know. Uh, wait, no, hold on. Equipped on the left arm. Oh no, I guess that longer barrel thing is the uh, double electromagnetic railgun. Why is it called a double railgun? Oh, there are two barrels. Because it's got two it's, barrels. Yeah, it's just a little hard to see in the art. Um, yeah. And then there's the... Uh, oh, I guess... I sh- yeah, you already linked it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, gotta get used to that. Uh, then uh, there's also the gub- double grenade launcher on the right arm. Okay, that makes sense then. Very, very like short barrel grenade launcher. No, I, honestly, I'm just not used to like grenade launchers having like the big square barrels like that which is why i was like weirded out for a moment but whatever what you're saying the thing on its oh no okay yeah yes. on the right arm yes well because if you look at those yeah. barrels they're square shaped which mm-hmm. is unusual yep. for a grenade launcher definitely um but feels like it's pulling from warty k warhammer 40k tau aesthetics uh, oh for parts I, of this so design. i complimented the one baz version uh it turns out that's not the first f91 or f70 one with those legs. Look at the legs here. It's the same design for the outer thrusters. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, you know, it is slightly different. It doesn't have the cable. No, no, it, it does have, have the cables. cables. They yeah. just blend in. Okay, yeah. Uh, I still think it looks a little dopey. Yeah. But... Uh, and then for the backpack on this design, uh, it uses the same overall backpack, but attached into only their right side, uh, you have a large uh, twin beam cannon. Uh, which is meant for super long-range combat, is how they word it. Um, I like that it's called a twin barrel, and you can see both barrels, but the opening is actually just, like, one opening, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I actually really like the design of that. Uh, it looks really cool. Uh, and then on the left side, actually, inside of the uh, cannon housing, you have, like, an antenna, and then, like, a weird little, like... It's got, like, this rod-shaped thing on the back. Um, is that a... Yeah? Beam Saber cannon? Like, like, like the, uh, fucking, I mean, the, it has mega versions on the double Zeta, but it's like that style of like, oh, you can grab it or it can shoot. Uh, it doesn't say that, but I don't know. Uh, huh. well, no, cause I think the F90, uh, L type pack also has, uh, that like, uh, also, also has like hmm. that kind of, uh, well, no, it doesn't actually have that antenna attachment. I'm looking, I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. Yeah, the uh, the all type has those on has something similar to that on its uh like right shoulder, and they are beam sabers. Okay, weird. Um, um, the the art of this from the back is just kind of a mess. I mean, yeah, no, um, there's a lot going on. It turns out with this design. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, parts of this were eventually attached to Baz Gallimson's customized G cannon. Mentions here. All right, uh, moving on. There's also the G Cannon Vesper type, aka the G Cannon that kills, uh, because Vespers are pretty good. Um, so instead of the quadruple machine cannons, it has a pair of Vespers on the backpack. Uh, the design for the body and everything is basically the same. Uh, it is a little hard to tell. It looks like it has a bigger backpack, and we know that because apparently it has to have its own entire devoted generator for the Vespers. Sure. And they're also not very good Vespers, sadly. They have a low output and unsuited for actual combat. Uh, And the center of gravity, because of the uh, extra generator and all that, apparently makes uh, the 
the center of gravity bad. Um, this also makes sense. That's why the placement of the Vespers on the F-91 was changed to be under the arm rather than over the top, because then it, like, at least helped balance the center of gravity a bit more. So yeah, the, basically this is a test bed uh, unit, rather. Like, this is a prototype in the full sense that this is not actually useful in combat. Mm -hmm. uh, because these are actually not very good Vespers. Uh, I do like the way that they pop over the shoulder, like it looks cool. They have handles on the front of the Vespers. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Alright, then we have probably the most well-known variant of the G-Cannon. The G-Cannon Magna. Where we've gone full, this is a gun cannon. Yeah. Uh, so, the G-Cannon Magna. Uh, I mostly know this also because this is from Silhouette Formula 91. And it actually has a model that I've... It's an old model, but it checks out. No, uh, it's an old model, but I've considered getting it. I hate it. I hate it. It's an old model, sir. But it checks out. Oh, I, I hate I hate that I'm quoting that. I hate it. I'm not even like that big of a Star Wars person. But I, 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 I can't remember what podcast I was listening to. That was that joke. I, I think it was... I, I can't remember. Anyway. AMC, I'm going to guess AMCA. I don't remember. Uh, okay. I don't think I've even heard it recently, but for whatever reason, it just popped into my head. Um, anyway, alright. The G-Cannon Magna. Uh, so this guy's got quite a few changes. We'll go over. Um, so, uh, for the head, um, you've got pretty different head overall, actually. Taller Mohawk camera. Uh, red, red cap for the front of the, uh, like, like right above the eyes. Uh, Again, the coloration also leaning much more gun cannon here overall. Um, then you've got these like little... Uh, they're not Vulcans. Uh, because this doesn't have head Vulcans. But it's got these like little like pieces sticking out of like the head at an angle on either side. Like They look like the nozzles of a squirt gun. <laughs> it's weird. Uh... On the back of the head, you have a large fin on either side, uh, kind of like the fins on the G Cannon, uh, normal but bigger. Um, got like a, uh, you still have the circular part on the side of the head, though it does have a bit, uh, like a little bit going forward that looks kind of cool. Um, cheek armor is at more of an angle going, f like swept forward. Uh, the face armor is very different because, like, okay, so you've got like the sides of the face armor which are the same, but in the middle, you have like. The face armor, which then has a white chin, which then has a red chin jutting out of it. Uh, interesting setup there. Big green uh, gun cannon visor. Um, for the torso, the torso is colored in red. Uh, popped collar that meets with the uh, front armor. Um, you've got these large like verniers, uh, presumably, on either side of the chest here. Mm -hmm. Wrapped around like a neck pillow. Yeah. Um, the chest vents on this guy are really cool, actually. I really like this. It's got, like... So, it's got, like, a white vent on the top and bottom, but sandwiched between them is a set of, like, three uh, yellow, uh, like, little fins there, uh, like, inlaid mm -hmm. in the chest. It looks really cool. I like the way this is designed, actually. Um, then you've got uh, the double chest segment, as expected. You also have a gray cockpit hatch in the middle there. Oh, and then uh, I'd be remiss to, to not mention... The uh, upside down yellow triangle with the black triangle in the middle of it in the middle of the chest. 
Um, oh, yes. Because Okawara of this era. Um, the shoulder armor is similar to the G-Cannon standards, but elongated. Uh, and then it also has, like, an extra bit of armor protecting, like, the front and back of the bicep there. And then also, uh, the in between the sandwiches, sandwiched armor, sandwiches, <laughs> the sandwiched armor there... Uh, you've got uh, a much longer thruster pointing outward. So even though the shoulder armor itself is already elongated, then the thruster that's in between the armor there is elongated even more. Um, still has like the inset thruster on the front and back though of the uh, armor in the same spot. Uh, for the bicep, you've got a red bicep though. The outer armor part, uh, like the the that bulges out, is uh, gray, uh, which is nice. I, I say gray. It's like that. It's more like a like the gray blue, but it's like the same color. It uses the same color here as it does for the frame and all that, you know. Uh, yeah. Then for the forearms, uh, same overall design as the G cannons. Uh, same double beam gun. Uh, same setup. Uh, though I like that the uh, cartridge and the little vents uh, are now colored differently. They are colored in that same kind of like dark uh, gray. Um. Then, um, hands, all that, all the same. Uh, waist is the same design, uh, just the colors changed, where you've got yellow on the top and then it's mostly red armor. Same front skirt design overall, again, just red. Same side skirt design, um, can't see the rear skirt, I'm, oh, uh, yeah, no, the rear skirt's the same. Uh, it's just, you know, the plate with the two little yellow packs on it. Um, then you've got same thighs, with the little cuts at the base on the inside of the leg. Same uh, leg armor design. Um, same foot armor design. All of that's the same. So, mostly just changes on the upper, like the torso and the head, but the arm and, and the shoulder armor, but then the arms, the waist, the legs are all the same. Uh, backpack! Very different. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, just a little. Uh, so, for the base of the backpack, you've got. Uh, at the bottom, you have actually, like, two fins that extend uh, down from the backpack, which is kind of cool. I like these just, like, huge fins it has. Um, then, located, like, going down the middle of this backpack, it has a set of five thrusters. Three large ones, and then in between the, the, the large ones, you have a, a small one in between both uh, uh, of the three. But, uh, you know, the upper and bottom in-betweens. Um, so just a weird arrangement, like, of thrusters here. It's kind of cool, though. Um, and then also, uh, the cannons. Uh, the G-Cannon Magna, for not having the attachments on the front, uh, to, like, be pistons, this has increased the size of the cannons dramatically. Uh, the cannons are much larger. They have a huge, they have another one of those fins at the top. I'm wondering if these fins are... Radar fins, or are they just for AMBAC? I assume they're for, ra for like, they look like the, the, like the style flipper. for, like, radiating heat. Yeah. Oh, see, I was thinking the Zaku Flipper, which has, like, these as uh, range-finding equipment. Right, but this is from the era of, you know, Vespers and stuff. That's true. Um, though, these are just uh, beam cannons. Well, but they are based on Vespers. Oh, yeah, because they are based on the ones from the Silhouette Gundam. That's fair. Uh... Yeah, so overall, these are pretty fucking huge beam cannons going on here. Uh, very chunky. Uh, I like the overall design of these. Uh, they have 
They have like a like a turbine style like um like they have a taper like sort of yeah they have a taper but they also have like the like the um like ring inset into a bigger barrel with like the little like notches and they have that on the front and the back yeah it's an interesting look and they also have you actually have a pretty good look down in the gallery um with the uh build fighters oh one. yeah because the cameo look at what that looks like god this is such a cool looking and robot I... actually I like this one a lot. It's pretty I neat. love those chest vents. Uh, seeing the Build Fighters one just reminded me of that. Chest vents are so fucking cool looking. Uh, but even these back cannons are really cool. I love that they have giant sets of vents at the front, actually, as well, of the cannons there, mm-hmm. like on the outside on either side. And then when you look at the rear art of this guy, there's just so much vents, which, to be fair, these are huge machine guns. Um, Well, they're not machine guns. Oh, sorry, guns. these are huge beam cannons. Sorry. Ugh. I was going to say, though, afterwards, it can also be equipped with the quadruple machine guns from the G-Cannon Magna in place of the beam cannons. Mm-hmm. Um, I know these aren't Vesper. These are like Vesper lights. They see like they're not variable, yeah. right, is the thing I one imagines. Um, but Vespers are such an interesting piece of technology because it's a moment, like, there aren't a lot of moments in Gundam where it's like someone comes up with a weapon and it is like too advanced for the machines. And, you know, like you have moments of like, oh, the RX-78 with its beam rifle, right? Mm-hmm. But this is like when Vespers are invented, everyone's like, okay, um, and then 70% of this mobile suit is a generator and cooling for this thing. Or you have the F-91 where it's like, okay, and we've built special melting armor because this gun fires so hot. Yeah. But here's the thing. Vespers can shoot through beam shields, uh, which, which is a listen. big deal. It works. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, other fun thing about these uh, beam cannons, actually. So I mentioned that, oh, I'm weirded out that these don't have those struts on the front. Uh, it does look like when they are at rest, though, they don't actually hang over the shoulders. You can see that they hang down. Yeah, yeah they sort of drop into place. Yeah, yeah. and it actually looks pretty cool. Um, I like the way that these can like fold against the backpack, like go back and... Like, it looks like what they would do is they would rotate so they would be facing outward, and then they just, you know, pop down from there. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think the G-Cannon Magna is actually the version of the G-Cannon I like best. Um, this does have one other variant uh, from uh, the Silhouette Formula Handbook, uh, which is based on taking the Neo Gundam and combining it with the G-Cannon Magna, but also giving it uh, the parts from the uh, G-Cannon full equipment and some parts from the F-90 Destroyer. This is a kit bash, though. It only exists as a kit, not as art. Oh, this, no, it does exist as art, le- actually. Oh. Oh, oh no, does. that's fan art. Oh. Never mind. God damn it, Wiki. Oh. Don't do that to me. Jerks. Uh, this, this is if you let Okawara design a, like you know, MSV, uh, like, uh, armored trooper. Yeah, because it is, it is, so it's called the G-Cannon Magna Super Destroy type. And it is a mixture of, like, I mean, so, uh, okay, it is a blue G-Cannon Magna. It has the over-the-barrel, uh, double-barrel beam gun, like, over the shoulder, right? On the, on the right shoulder. The left shoulder still has the G-Cannon Magna beam cannon. The shoulders are the camera, and uh, the right shoulder is like the triple camera from the um, uh, from the G Cannon full equipment type. The left shoulder doesn't have any changes. Uh, 
The right skirt is a, a huge set of grenade or missiles. I believe these are from the destroyed type. Let me double check. Uh, yes, yeah, these are normally on the destroyed uh, Gundam's arms. Uh, they are on the side skirt here. Uh, just one of them, though. Uh, then on the left arm, you have the double rail gun from the uh, G Cannon full type. Uh, the backpack on the back uh, has that Gatling gun that's popped forward from the uh, G Cannon. Uh, was it the G Cannon full equipment that had that machine gun? No, it wasn't. It was a. Uh, that was actually used on what's his faces, right? Uh, the cus the one custom G cannon we were looking at earlier. One yeah, Baz Gellumson. Oh, and that comes from the F ninety Destroid. Okay, I forgot about that. Um, I forgot that it has this bottom style uh, Gatling gun on the Destroid type. Also has the cracker grenade from the uh, Destroid type on the side skirt there, which is fun. Lo love that the F ninety gets a crack cracker grenade. Uh, then it has the same uh thrusters, leg thrusters as the G cannon super type. So this the is way a... it's painted though makes them look like the uh, like the Hakushiki beam rifle in a weird way. Yeah. That like pattern. And then uh, I can't tell what that beam rifle comes from. Is that just the F ninety beam rifle? Hell, it might be. It looks a little long. No, it's yeah, it's much bigger though, and it has like a uh, has a cable on it that the F 90s doesn't have going into the scope. Do you think they used a one one hundred one for a one one four? No, because design? this is uh. They they didn't they only made these in one one hundred scale for uh, the old uh, F ninety kits. Mm. It does mention that this was hmm. uh, also a one one hundredth uh, scale. This is a, oh this is also a kit batch that's um, included in the Neo Gundam's manual. So this is like a hey look you could you could do this if you want. Um, so interesting thing is with the rifle here. Uh, this is the uh this is the super destroyed in the guidebook. Uh. I'm trying to see what it says here about the gun. It says normal, no heavy gun. Oh, it's the heavy guns rifle. Oh. Wait, is it heavy gun? It might just be a customized version of the heavy gun rifle. Um, let me double check. Because they did do a 1-100th heavy gun. Uh, yeah, you know what? I think that this is, looking at the shapes on it, this is a customized version of the heavy gun rifle. They added, like, the tubing and stuff, but... Huh. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, this is a ridiculous design. Uh, because it just has yeah. so much going on. It's got the giant beam cannon on the one side, the double barrel beam cannon on the other, all these extra, like, physical weapons. This is a ridiculous kit bash. Uh, thank you, Okawara. <laughs> Because it is designed by him. He he did come up with this design. Uh, we don't have art by him, but he did come up with this design. Which I, I guess I'm not surprised, because I know he does like some modeling stuff in his spare time. Because um, I know that like that's the whole thing with the uh, Zeta Gundam. was uh, The reason he knew the transformation could work, not that it worked well, but that it could work, is he, he made like a little uh, like papercraft model or something to show how it could transform. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, what a what a weird design. Um All right. Well, and then with that, that's all for the G cannon, I believe. So, yeah, I guess so. 6. Uh-huh. Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at 6detmar s a x d e t t m a r. Uh 
I was in a fugue state there. What service did I, did I say that? Twitter? Because yeah, that works for co-hosts, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I'm so sorry, Six. Cool. And and then... Um, God, I'm so tired. Uh, uh, com or patreon.com says scanlinemedia. I'll be better next week, folks. This week is just a lot. Yeah. Hey, uh, sorry, I'm throwing this at Mechanista Images, even though it's a link. Uh, we gotta throw this these on our uh, cleanup, because we've already talked about the Gym 3. Check out these fucking gyms from uh, F90FF. Anyway, sorry, uh, I, j- I realized I didn't have a lot of these saved, so I wanted to save these. Um, oh. I like the Uridale. Um, anyway. I wish they were not painted purely Yeah, which makes so it a little hard to see to the out. detail, but... Uh, anyway. You can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter and on co-host. And yeah, that's basically it. Um, follow me those places. All right. Well, six. Mm-hmm. You got any? You got any spicy lines? No one writes down lines from <laughs> from. Fucking... <laughs> At first, I thought that was a line until you got to the rights down. I'm like, oh wait. That's like, I that like people write down like two quotes from F91, and I've already used them. Yeah, that's fair. That's... All right. Well, we can't we can't leave without a quote. I know. I haven't stopped recording. Oh, I'm I'm just saying. Uh. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll write, um, I'm a different person now. I'm in this to win it. That's Kai Shiden, because this, this is a gun cannon. Well, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We, we might be able to do better. Well, Amuro, that's some hot stuff. <laughs> Kai, why did you say that? He saw Amuro's dick. He was impressed. Um, yeah, there's not even, okay, no, there's no name pilots, right, because, uh, the one blonde guy from F-91 pilots a heavy gun, not a G-cannon. Does Baz Galemson have any quotes? Baz. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he had the nickname of the Annihilator Galemson. And was feared by many, such as Misma Muerte. <laughs> She's got death in her name. Why is she scared? Yeah. Uh. He looks like shit. I mean, this is a fucking G Gen era artwork for him, so. I know, but why does he just. Like, he has, like, he's cut his hair such that he has, like, 3% of a sideburn, and that is the extent of his hair. I looked up Baz Galemson quote. And can you tell me why Baz Galemson somehow resulted in this being... So the weird part is, not just the the result, and I know that it says that it got rid of the... It says that it looked this up without quote. How did Baz Galemson get turned into, was alienated by the high command of the Earth Federation Space Forces? Because that's the highlighted part. That's what Google matched to me. What the fuck? Uh, I'm going to, uh, you know what? We're going to close with a quote from Google because I also Googled Baz Galemson quotes. Did you get the, uh, did you get the <clears throat> Augusta Besterica quote? Uh, I did if you scroll down, but I'm, I'm going to quote. <clears throat> did you mean Liz Lemon quotes? 
Everyone says he fell because he flew too close to the sun, his father said. But he flew. Do you see what I mean, son? He was able to fly. That's a quote from Augusta Basterica, author of Tender is the Flesh. Uh, I'm assuming Tender is the Flesh is where that quote actually comes from. Anyway. All right. Peace. Peace. The ship's not going to wait for you forever, filthy Yakuza. That's Bright Noah, apparently. <laughs> Thank you.